Perak Hay Mishnah Zayin. Hamaredes al Bala, a woman who is morid, she rebels against her husband, meaning Shimonas as Bala Mitashmish. She does not allow him to live with her and to be intimate with her. She's holding back Tashmish from him. Says the Mishnah, Pochsen la Miksubasa, Shiva Dinaran Bishabis. The husband is permitted to deduct from the amount of her ksuba that was originally allowed to her seven dinarin per week. Call Shavua every week, Shomedes Bemarda, that she stands in her rebellion and refuses to live with him. Menakala, we deduct from her ksuba seven dinarin. Yehuda or Yehuda says, Shiva Tarpeikin. He says that no, it's seven Tarpeikin, which is a tarpik is half a dinner. So, you know, three and a half dinner a week. Uh, okay, fine. So, Machlok is talking common of Yehuda. Says the Mishnah Vaiter, Ad Masahu Poches. Ad Masah, up until when can he keep her as a wife and at the same time deduct and deduct from the Ksuba? Ad Kenegad Ksubasa, says the Mishnah, up until there's nothing left in her Ksuba. And then when there's nothing left, Vazikashin will divorce her and she could leave without receiving any Ksuba at all. But but he can't keep her by him and then start deducting, you know, from possessions that she brought in from her father's house. That he cannot do. But from the Ksuba, he certainly can, up until there's nothing left, and then divorce her and let her go without a Ksuba. Rabbi Yossi says, Forever he's able to deduct from her. Meaning the husband is permitted to keep, keep her as a wife, not divorce her, and he can deduct from her, calls Manchi Omedas Bemarda, as long as she's rebelling, he's permitted to deduct from her account. Even from possessions that she brings into the marriage from her father's house, he even has access to that to deduct from her possessions. Shema Tipola Yerusha Bemakam Acher, because maybe she'll get an inheritance from somewhere else, meaning Shimgam Yipulam Nechasim, even if she also receives a Yerusha, an inheritance, from somewhere else, right, while she's in this rebelling state, even that, the husband can collect from her. The amount that we said earlier, seven dinar a week, or according to Yehuda, three and a half dinar a week, he could collect even from the possessions of her that she brought into the marriage from her father's house, and even from possessions, she, from possessions that she receives as a Yerusha, the husband can collect from them as long as she is rebelling, and that's the opinion of Reb Yossi. And so too, if a man rebels to his wife, she interrupts the kind of owner that he doesn't want to have do, do the mitzvah or not to her. He is not being intimate with her, so it's the opposite way around. Now, when la aksubasa, he has to add to the ksuba shlosh dinar mishabes three dinar per week. Mechayev mesabah, we obligate the husband to add to her ksuba each week that he stands in this rebellion and is not intimate with her three dinar per week. Then he wrote to beget, and if she wants to get divorced, right? If she doesn't want the money; she just wants to get divorced. Kofan also lagarsh, we force him to divorce her. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Shlosha tarpeikin. Again, he says that you add three tarpeikin per week, which is mosifan la dinner vechatil which is a dinner and a half per week. Yeah, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that you would have to add three tarpeikin per week, which comes out to a dinner and a half per week if the husband is refusing to be intimate with his wife. And the Gemara explains, Shetzari shall about the pain of the husband when he, nimna mitash, when he is not permitted, to, when, when the wife is withholding, you know, uh, being intimate with him, is Merubah is greater than if he doesn't want to be intimate with her. 
Okay, and therefore, Onsha, the punishment, Shalomaredes, of the wife refusing to be intimate with the husband is greater than when he doesn't want to be intimate with her. Okay, and they explain in the Gemara as well that the rabbis teach, reason they would make like a, an announcement on this, on this woman for Arba Shabbosos, four weeks in a row, Zuach, one after each other, and they would say, Plonis Mardababala, you know, uh, Sprincha is, you know, rebelling against her, her husband. And they would send to her from Beisdin. Have you a dad? Do you know? Even your ksuba was a hundred dinner. Have Sarata Eskul and you could lose the whole thing. Mudilan, they notify her, Kodamachas, before they make this announcement that so and so is rebelling against her husband, right? And then after the announcement, they notify her as well that the announcement was just made, and she's still refusing not to live with him, so eventually Tetsu, she could have to get divorced with Adak Suba. So of course, what's being done over here is totally incorrect, whether it's the woman to the man, the man to the woman, but we see over here that there's a process of what you do, and we see over here that the woman has more of a repercussion, because it's harder for the husband not to be intimate with her than it is for her to be intimate with the, not to be intimate with the husband, and therefore her repercussions would be greater than the husband's repercussions. If a person is Hamachli, uh, he feeds his wife, right? He supports his wife, he feeds his wife. But he does it through a third party. He doesn't feed her himself. Rather, he gives the food to a third party. He her clothing to a third party. And that third party, you know, gives it to her, right? And this is assuming that she agrees to this process. So if he's doing it like that, he's not just, you know, supporting her directly, the Mishnah says a number of things. Number one, lo yifchos la, he cannot uh, give her less per week, mishne kav chitin, not less than two kav of wheat, which is the, the volume of, of arba mishmona, 48 eggs. A kav is 24 eggs. So two kav would be at least, not, not less than 48 eggs, which is about two liters which is about 16 meals per week, which gives her two meals a day. And then the rest of the, and you have 14, another two would be for like guests or for poor people to come into her house. And similarly, he cannot go less than four kav of barley uh, a week. Keflaim is double the amount of the wheat, of the chitin. Amar Biosi says, that which we're mentioning, this shear of sa'orim of barley, that's double the amount of wheat, that's for El Rabbi Shmuel. It's Rabbi Shmuel that's saying this. Because he lived near Edom, to the land of Edom. Some over there, the barley was very, very, you know, Ra'os Biot was very bad. So he had to give her much, much more than the wheat that he'd be giving her. Al Bishamak almost other places, Sha'ina Sa'irim, Ra'os Kalkach, the barley's not so bad. And in those he doesn't have to give her double of what he's giving of the wheat. Rather, you just give of whatever basin value is what she should receive. Then he also gives her a kav of kidneys. He has to give her half a kav of kidneys. Kidneys is legumes. V'chati log shemen and half a log of oil, whether for eating and for, for candle lighting. V'chati grog gross, and he has to give her a kav of uh, of dried figs. Omana. Or he has to give her a mana, a mishkal meya, the weight of a hundred dinner, which is about 400 grams of devela, of te'enim drusos, of cakes of figs that are sold in the marketplace. So either or, either, either the dried figs 
or the 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 a cav of dried figs, or a mana of the round cakes of figs. In Elo, if he doesn't have dried figs or the round cakes of figs, postek leumasan peros makom acher. He gives her fruit from some other place. In its place, he gives her fruit from some other kind of min, apples, oranges, whatever it is. He's got to give her a bed, a mattress, a mat of reeds, for, and she would stand on these and she would sit on them, right? Depending on which what she was using. He has to give her a kerchief for her head, a belt for her loins, so she could gird herself while she's working. He has to give her shoes from Yamtif to Yamtif. Each Yamtif has got to give her new shoes. So Shalash Regalim, three Yom Tovim, are the high holidays, give her three times a year new shoes, the Kalim and new clothing. Uh, and the clothing has to be the value of Shalchamisha Mezuz of 50 Zuz. Each year he has to give her a value of 50 Zuz worth of clothing. He can't give her the new clothing in the summer. The new clothing was, you know, kept much warmer than the old clothing. So don't give her the new ones in the summer when it's hot, and don't give her the shchak of the old clothing, you know, in the winter when it's cold, but she needs to be kept warmer, right? Give her the 50 zuz worth of clothing, the new clothing in the winter, so that she could be kept warm in the winter. And then she could uh, clothe herself with the with the the Bibagdash Abala with the clothing that she was wearing that became worn out, because she could she could then take that and use the Bibosakama during the summer when it's already, you know, it's hotter in the summer and her clothing is worn out, so won't so she won't be sweating in the clothing. She can also keep the old clothing. Everybody gives her new clothing in the winter. And she keeps it she keeps it when it gets worn out for the summer. She doesn't have to return it when she receives the new ones again in the winter. Rather, she could keep it for the summer and also keep it for the days that she's tummy, that she needs to wear, you know, clothing, old clothing. She could keep it during the days that she's tummy. In those days, Anida wore special clothing. So she could keep these old clothing during the days that she's tummy. And the Kiddush here is that in those days, everyone's very, very poor. And don't think that when he gives her new clothing the next year, she has to give back the old clothing that she received. Rather, she could keep it for these needs. So hold it over here for Mishnah Chas.